Welcome to episode number 58 of The Space In Between, our last episode of 2019. Welcome everyone. So yeah, I was thinking that maybe today we could do a little contemplation or a meditation, however you want to look at that, and kind of look back at your year, or I'm going to even invite you to look back at your last 10 years as we step into not only a new year, but a new decade. Um, So we'll do a little bit of that in a moment, but we do have some really excited things happening in nomad land that that we're going to prepare you for this year, this decade ahead. Uh, So yes, Jen Earing, who was on here a couple weeks ago, she is a nomad teacher. We were chatting uh, a couple weeks about how she is, along with our other nomad teachers, bringing back our online studio. I put the brakes on it uh, last year because it was just way too much for me to handle on my own um, and all of the back end of things. And she graduated from our 300 hour last year and she was like, hey, I want to do this and she got together all of our nomad teachers that have graduated from our 300 hour program so they've been you know well educated and have been teaching in the field for a while and um yeah we're we're launching at january 6th which is next week and it has our old library full of practices with myself and samantha and karina and juan carlos who are senior teachers and then a whole new crew of teachers who will be coming on into um so we have the old library and the new library of practices and tutorials and then we're also going to have our nomad talks which are kind of like what we do here on the podcast but shorter snippets and meditations and even um some talks on nutrition and how to practice self-care um in your daily life so a lot is happening over there and it's again it's launching january 6th and we are running a special now it's 20 percent off of the annual membership so it's i think it's like way less than what you would pay for just one class a month Uh, and you get all of these practices and that's really nice because we have short practices that are like maybe 10 minutes and then we have longer practices that are probably at the most like 30 minutes but you can piece together them we we set it up nicely so that you can do a full hour practice if you want with a couple of them we always make suggestions there Uh, And also my new movement class, Movement 109, I'll have some videos up there as well if you've been curious about that. And if you have been curious, yes, Movement 109, we are offering the um, six-week online course series, Who Who Are You Becoming? A great way to kind of investigate what's been going on in your life and how you want to step into 2020 with 2020 vision um, in this new life that you want to create, you know, manifest for yourself in this new year and decade and life ahead. So um, great tools. It's a six-week course. You can move it at your own pace, but we do have weekly calls with the group on Mondays to um, just kind of get you motivated and and you know work some things out as a group and i will be facilitating that and we have the um, videos so the practices a playlist journal prompts and then you also have an accountability partner just to kind of check in with you throughout the time and just see how you're doing and kind of be your own personal cheerleader 
Um, so yeah, that's happening. That's also starting January 6th. So if you sign up for Nomad's online studio, you will get 20% off of that, but then you'll also get admission to the six week course. And I'm really excited about Movement 109. We just got our trademark. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that today and like my, my own reflections of the past 10 years, but, uh, movement 109 is, yeah, it's going to be 10 years old in a way. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just got it trademarked and I just relaunched my own website, phoebemilleryoga.com. You can go over and find out more about me, but also specifically Movement 109. There was just so much happening that I didn't want it to clog up Nomad's website. You know, Nomad has a really great thing too, but Movement 109 is really evolving into its own thing with facilitator trainings and online courses like I just talked about and live experiences on in workshops. And also I'm running private sessions too, virtually. So um, yeah, if you're interested and you're curious about what this new movement that I've been talking about, go over to my website, phoebemilleryoga.com. You can find out more about that. Um, and what else is happening? We have another yoga teacher training, a 200 hour beginning January 10th over at West Point. So this will give you a really solid foundation in learning the tools of yoga um, to for your own self, right? To deepen your practice and also to teach it. Uh, but then we have this other layer because it is at West Point um, on how to present these tools of yoga to specifically active duty military or the military community in general. Uh, so if you're interested in that, if you're if you're involved in the military, if you're interested in giving back to the military, or maybe you, you're not related in any way and you just want to dive into your own um, teaching practice, this is the training for you. So we have just a couple more spots available there, and you can find out at the Nomad website, nomadalwaysathome.com. And Bali is sort of sold out. We reserved all of our spots um, that I had reserved are sold out. Yay! But there are a couple spots that I can still reserve at the property. So if you've been eyeing that, um, hold off. Next week, we're going to be running a special sneak peek um, for Bali. So that'll be your last chance to book it. And um, it'll be sold out. So yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. That's enough of telling you what's happening in Nomadland. Now let's talk about you. Um, yeah. Uh, what we're going to do today is a little bit of an exercise. I kind of do this at the end of each year. And in the past in Nomad, I've, I've offered this um, little exploration, what I've called live your own story exploration. And it's, it's kind of looking at, you know, where you've come from the year behind you, and we, there's a little bit of journaling and, and paperwork that I, I send out, but it's um, reflecting back on you know what the year is behind you, and then you know what you did accomplish there, and then this some of the obstacles that were showing up, and then how to step forward into the next year. And so what I was thinking about today, since we are stepping into a decade, is to reflect back not only the year, but the past ten years. And I'll share before we I lead you through this meditation contemplation of um, what I discovered <laughs> for me, you know, as I was kind of, I think it was cooking one day and I was thinking about it 
I realized, you know, there has been a lot that I have gone through the past 10 years. Um, I'm 42 now. I was 32 10 years ago. I was still living in New York City at the time. I was married. Um, I had just reconnected with my dad. My dad stepped back into my life in June of 2009. And so that sort of turned my world upside down and being married and having a partner who was struggling pretty pretty bad um we had made some choices to change our life in a way in a big way we were looking at moving outside of the city uh, i had this dream that i wanted to live in spain at that time i had just been to spain that summer in august 2009 and be and building up to it before my father walked into my life and i was planning this trip to spain i thought I want to live in Spain. <laughs> I just felt this big call to it. And my partner at the time, he had his, he was getting his Irish citizenship. And so I had this dream that he would get his Irish citizenship and we could um, move to anywhere in the European Union. Spain <laughs> was, my, was my target. And so I had this big dream. But then when my father walked back into my life, um, I sort of put that on hold because I wanted to be closer to him and rebuild that relationship. But so with that and with my partner kind of going through, through, these, through these things, we decided that it was best to move out of the city. So make this big lifestyle change, no to Spain, but yes to another lifestyle change. And so that's how we landed in the Hudson Valley. And so I moved in the Hudson Valley in June 2010. But before, during this decision-making process, I thought, okay, wow, I've been living in New York City for um, 11 years at that time. I had moved in 1999, um, and I wanted to make some big changes. I had actually, I think I moved, yeah, January or February 1999. So I wanted to make I wanted to make these big changes, but I also wanted to make sure I had lived to my full potential in the city. So I had this little bucket list of the things I wanted to do before I moved out of the city. And one of them was um, to choreograph. You know, I had been dancing in the city for years and I had choreographed little pieces here and there, but that was ultimately, Ultimately, my dream was I wanted to move to New York City. This was my dream way back when, when I was a child, of move to New York City, become this famous choreographer, and live in a beautiful loft apartment. And um, and I felt like my life, um, I don't want to say it derailed, but it didn't quite end up looking exactly what I thought it would be. I, instead of this big loft, I ended up in a nice size one bedroom yeah for New York City it was a nice size it wasn't that big but uh it was somewhat crammed with a lot of stuff because that's what happens in New York City you don't have closets so it all comes out at you um and I but I did dance but I didn't choreograph as much as I thought I would you know that was my intention was to really be a choreographer rather than a professional performing dancer uh, so on my little bucket list, I thought I want to choreograph an evening of work. And so I collaborated with one of my friends who is also a choreographer. We did, we split us a, a show tonight together. So, and when I was kind of sitting there and realizing, oh, I need to name this. I need to name my company. Um, I came up with this name 
And I came up with this name, which I'll share with you in a moment, um, because of a number number of layers of things. So I had just read E Pray Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. And the very first chapter, she um, talks about how she laid out the, the chapters, how she laid out the, the actual book. And she said she broke it into three sections, um, but all of them built into 108 chapters. Uh, but this very first chapter that she was using this as an intro was the 109th. And she talks about the 109th being um, on the mala beads, the meditation beads, uh, that the 109th bead is that moment we take at the end of the meditation on the guru bead. The 109th bead is the guru bead. And that is after you meditate, you repeat your mantra, you count your breaths, or however you want to take this japa meditation. At the end of it, you pause at that 109th bead, the guru bead, and pay reverence for your teachers, right? Pay reverence to your teachers. Take that moment of just simply pause, and, and then you continue on into your day. And I really loved that. And she was talking about how they're, you know, this importance of taking pause for our teachers. And I was living on 109th Street at the time. And so I was like, ooh, I like this. This number is showing up for me. And I thought, okay, um, let's name my company something with 109. So I thought movement, right? Movement and classical uh, music, we usually have movement one, movement two. And I thought, oh, let's have this as movement 109, right? It is this this the movement that this creation of pause and of take before we continue on into this next chapter of my life. And so that is how movement 109 was born 10 years ago. So we had a really beautiful concert uh, of dance. I had my own solo that was paying homage to my father who had stepped back into my life. Uh, there was a duet that the music was um, written by my partner, my husband at the time, and two of my friends who um, had been dancing with me. And then we had this group piece called Reflections from the Ledge. And that was a group piece. And it was really just showing all these different dynamic relationships and how even in these different relationships, we can feel somewhat alone. But there's always this reflection and always kind of looking deeper within ourselves, whether we're looking at someone else or we're looking at ourselves in the mirror, how there is the these many layers of ourselves um, and that we are really just each other's reflections. We are each other's opportunities to um, expand and grow and see what there is to see. And so that was my evening of dance. And I thought that that truly paid some sort of homage to my biggest teacher. Um, well, my biggest teacher is myself, right? We're all each other's biggest teachers, but the city, the city had been my teacher for 10 years. And I wanted to just kind of reflect back um, what it had taught me, you know, what it, and all the beautiful stories it gave me to right? these stories of connection with other people, um, where I, I got married, where I reconnected, you know, 
that time period of when I connected with my father again, um, my career as a dancer, my transition out as a um, as a yoga teacher and as a Pilates teacher, and all, and really just the place where I grew up, where I became an adult, right? Um, so yeah, that's where I was ten years ago, and so. The other thing that, you know, what was happening there was I had, I knew that there was this big change that was about to occur. You know, I knew that I was making this move out of the city. And at that time, and I've been working on it a lot, I didn't have a lot of patience. <laughs> um, when I had made, when I used to make a decision, like I'm going to move out of the city, I wanted to do it now. <laughs> and all that time in between uh, making the decision and then the decision actually happening, there was a lot of anxiety. So I lived in this kind of state of like being obsessive over the decision and doing, doing, doing and make sure like I would be looking at Craigslist for places to live or I would just be looking all over the internet at, you know, um, different areas. And it was just, I was just like obsessively looking at it, not really wanting to be in the place that I was now and kind of looking forward, looking forward and being sort of, yeah, the right word is anxious. I was creating, even though I was excited, it was almost like learning, um, relearning how to be excited without the anxiety humming below it. And that's what I've been doing the past 10 years is really being patient, right? Yes, we can get excited, but if we get to the state of excitement, it is a higher kind of um, frequency in terms of like, right? Kind of this rajasic, as we say in yoga, like this high state of fluctuation. Um, but then that could turn into anxiety, right? So excitement and anxiety have the same sort of feeling in our bodies. And so it's important to understand that, that yes, we can get excited, but um, can we do it with this place instead of the anxiety sort of humming underneath it? Can we have it with this um, more excitement with a calmness underneath it or patience or grace underneath it, right? Trusting that it will unfold as it should, when it should. And that has been a huge lesson that I've learned the past 10 years is learning how to be excited about something, um, but not pushing it to a place of, of a state of anxiety. Uh and so why I'm sharing with all of you all of this with you is because it's quite interesting that here I am now 10 years later my life has changed completely. If you've listened to previous podcasts, you know I'm no longer married. Um I don't I I moved out of the city, yes. Uh but my life looks very different from what I thought it was going to look like, right? I um not just the marriage, but my father passed away. So that was another reason I moved out of the city um, was to be more reconnected with him. Um, I thought that I was going to own a yoga studio. I didn't, but I have my own business, but it's not a um, physical, uh, physical place, right? It's nomad. It's here now. Um, so there are a lot of external factors that look very different, but there are a lot of similarities, right? And also stuff that's internal looks different too. A lot looks different internally, but there are a lot of also like little glimmers of the, like the same little reflections, such as here I am again, 10 years later, ready for another chapter to begin. 
I feel like my time in the Hudson Valley has been fruitful. I'm really grateful for all the lessons, all the stories that it has given me the past 10 years, all the beautiful relationships that I've, um, I've, I've built with friends and uh, friends there in the Hudson Valley and this business nomad. But I do have felt for a while that, okay, it might not be my forever place. It was when I was moving with a partner, but now it doesn't quite feel the place that I want to kind of, you know, settle down in. So I'm, I'm, I don't know where it's going to be, but I've come back to this, uh, this fantasy of where I was 10 years ago as I want to move to Spain. (laughs) I have no idea how that could happen or what that would look like, but I feel like, oh, I'm being called to Spain again. So I'm actually going, um, I'm actually going at the end of January. Uh, I'll share that story with you another time of the why and the how and the when. Um, But yeah, I just felt called. I'll leave it at that. And then here I am again revisiting Movement 109 in a very different way. As you all know, last year, 2018, I was shifting a lot. I had just done the TEDx and was dan- I danced with my my old dance partner, Dante, who's also been on this podcast. Um, we did the TEDx together and it sparked something within me saying, oh, you need to move like that again. You need to dance again. And so I came back to this name, Movement 109, in a different way. I wanted to look at this way that I had been moving organically as my therapy. You know, I was doing less asana because I was teaching it in teacher trainings all the time and my body needed to move in a different way. So I was moving more organically on the floor, kind of looking at different patterns that it was holding in my body. And then I would take these moments of pause And then I would stand up and I would dance around to music again in a different way than I had been in the past. But again, it was moving and kind of exploring the patterns that I was holding and starting to release them. And then I'd pause and I would go back and forth between this movement and pause, movement and pause. And then I was presented it to a healer and she said, you need to name this thing that you are doing and you want to teach to other people. And that's when I came back to movement 109 movement and 109 pause movement and pause movement and pause and it's been a really beautiful journey the past year you know i brought it to this world and said is this something guys you know i brought it to the nomad community and they said it's something and we just had our facilitator training uh last month and now we have a website and now it's trademarked and it's becoming something. It wants to be really not only born because it was born 10 years ago, but it really wants to grow up and and have legs and, and dance around. So something that was planted a seed 10 years ago is now coming to fruition here in a different way, different from what I had imagined it, um, is coming to life, right? And then the seed that was planted 10 years ago with Spain, I don't know. Maybe it's just a seed that will stay in there. Maybe it will grow. We're not sure yet. Um, I'm not anxious about it. I'm just being curious, right? So that lesson that I learned of being excited without the anxiety is is here. Um, What else is similar? I think really 
Yeah, that's a lot that's very similar that I wasn't really quite thinking about it. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Here I am 10 years later, these seeds that I was planting back then are coming to light in a different way. Um, and that's, I think, what we, I'm hoping for you when we look through this in your 10 years in a moment, how you might see these seeds that were being planted 10 years ago. And maybe they did grow, but they grew into a whole different thing that you didn't even become aware of that it came from that seed, right? Because it looked completely different from when you planted the seed and that intention. So that's what I hope for you today when we walk through this. And then also we'll walk through, so we'll look back in time, but we'll also step forward in time a little bit too, um, just to, you know, let us be the seed now for that 10 years ahead. And for me, what I would like to kind of envision for myself is that I allow these seeds that are already growing to continue to um, grow towards the light and shape shift however they want. And, you know, I have some new seeds that I'm, I'm planting now too in terms of wanting a partner in my life to share these, these beautiful flowers with, um, these beautiful blossoms and plants and and see how that all grows, but I am not forcing it, right? So yes, let's um let's dive into it. So yeah, if you're driving and listening to this, you don't have to close your eyes, <laughs> but you know, take note of things and when you are in a place where you can write down, I would definitely suggest to use this as an opportunity to reflect a little bit. I wouldn't say write down right now when as I guide you through this. Let there be space for your mind to wander around and explore and be curious. And then when we're done together, if you do have that time and space to actually write things down and let it unfold for you in, uh, in writing, uh, go ahead and do that. So if you are in a place where it is safe to close your eyes, you can close your eyes. And if you're driving or need to be with your eyes open, just let your focus be um, simply focused and aware of you being here now. And just to center ourselves a little bit, let's just take a deep breath in together through the nose and a big sigh out. Let's do that two more times. Deep breath in through your nose. Big, easy sigh out. And then one more time. Deep breath in through your nose. And big, easy sigh out. And then just simply notice what you notice. So that we take this time to identify how we are here now. Right? How are you in this physical experience of your body? How are you rooted into your surroundings? So you might identify the physical sensations of what you're sitting on.
Maybe you identify how you're experiencing your own breath as it flows in and out of the body or other sensations in your body. Whatever tool helps you to focus here and now to ground you. And now that you have arrived here and now, fully in this experience, body, mind, breath, spirit, let's go and travel back in time. Let's go back to 10 years ago. So 2009, preparing for 2010. Whatever memory that you first arrive at, just stay there. Try not to control it. Just notice what you notice in that moment that you just got pulled back to in 2009, any time of that year. Can you remember what it felt like, looked like who you were with. Any other sensations like smells or tastes or sounds? And again, not trying to hold on to it, but just notice where you were as you kind of pull back from that moment. Just what did your life look like? Where were you? Who did you identify as or what? What labels did you maybe give yourself then? kind of themes were happening in your life, maybe obstacles that you were working through or different kinds of relationships that you were um, surrounded by. Just kind of taking a fuller, bigger scope of your life then in the end of 2009. And maybe you even remember what you were planting a seed for for the next year ahead. If you don't remember, that's okay. But if you remember if there was a seed you wanted to plant or maybe there was something in a weed that you wanted to dig out and remove that you didn't want to take with you in 2010, take a moment and Reflect upon that.
And now kind of look at your life as if you had a little transparency of your life now on top of your life then, right? Those 10 years. And as you look at your life then of 2000, the end of 2009 and placing your life now on top of that, like a transparency on top of it, what looks similar? Are there themes, relationships, obstacles, gifts that look similar to 10 years ago? And as you look at that transparency of your life over the last 10 years, what also looks different? Obstacles, gifts, relationships, any other themes? Maybe where you live now, your job, what looks the same and different? And now as you're looking at that transparency of your life 10 years ago and your life on top of it now, do you feel that where you are now and how far you have come is more aligned with where you want to be? Right? If you had planted these seeds 10 years ago of something new to come to life, are you further away from it or getting closer to it? Or maybe you even brought it to full fruition. So are you more aligned with what those seeds might have been or the weeds that you wanted to take away? Are you more aligned with that now or further away? And then you can go ahead and ask yourself, as you look at those transparencies, what were the lessons that I learned? What were some of the lessons that I learned and I want to bring with me as I step forward into this new year or this new decade? And are there also weeds that I want to take out and leave behind? So you might have planted a seed 10 years ago that you have been tending to, but there might have been something else that you had forgotten about and has grown, not serving you. Can you Start to weed that out and put it somewhere else so that your new seed, your new plant, continue to grow and expand. What do you want to take out of and leave behind in this year, this decade? 
and then come back come back to here and now you can again identify the physical sensations of this moment hearing my voice identifying where you are sitting your breath any other sensations of the body is experiencing. And now let's move forward 10 years. So here we have that transparency of your life here now. We can remove what is underneath those 10 years ago just to have somewhat of a clear reflection of what is here now. And then we have this blank transparency to put on top of it, of your 10 years. You can begin to draw what that looks like. What do you want to see evolve for you in 2030? can even think of this as right now as you draw the transparency in your mind or when you write in your journal later as this little time capsule to come back to in 10 years to see what has actually come to fruition. And so in 10 years from now, where will you be? Who will you be? How will things be similar? You know, are there things that you are grateful for and want to continue to thrive and grow and expand? How will things be different? As we grow and we expand, things do shift. So as you're drawing on that transparency on your life now, we're going to add possibly more color. And we'll be just tracing over the life you have now something different and as you're drawing this new vision for yourself how is this more aligned with what you want where you want to be how you want to be How is this more aligned and how are you making the steps towards it now? And once you see that vision come back here now to this physical experience and know that it is out there and we can be excited knowing that it is out there. 
We don't need a death grip around it or the anxiety humming and generating the energy underneath it. Be excited with this grace, this trusting, this patience, calmness that is humming, guiding you towards it. What actions will you take to get there? Is there something you can do today to take you just one step closer? Doesn't have to be a huge leap. Once you have found that one next step that you could take, take a moment and take a deep breath in to bring new life, new energy to that next step that is ahead. Deep breath in. And then as you exhale softly, relax the body so that that grace can enter in. And if your eyes are closed, you can open your eyes now. Take a bit of time again after we close here in a quiet space and reflect on all of this. Write it down. You can always come back and listen to this again if you weren't in a place that you could really focus. But I invite you to do this practice in some way today before we step into the new year. And if you're listening to this after the new year has begun, it's not too late to start. We can do this at any time. We are creating our own time. This year of 2019 to 2020 is man-made. So we really, they were just using this as a marker, right? But we can always begin here now to plant the seeds for our future. So I wish you all a very safe and peaceful and joyful new year and new decade ahead. Um, I look forward to expanding, exploring, and being with you all again in this year and decade ahead. And maybe it's just simply being here and listening to my voice and feeling you energetically on the other side, or maybe we get to connect in person soon. But I hope to have an experience with you again soon. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and happy new year.